The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Hey, this is Shifsky Nakamura. Shifsky watching Going In The Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell right here on YouTube. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, whatever podcast app you're listening to, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. Be sure to hit that subscribe button as well. Really does help boost the exposure of going in raw. I want to give a shout out to all the people who joined us for our live stream reaction. I'm not sure how long we're going to be doing them for. As long as we can do them, we're going to do the SmackDown uh, on Fox live reactions. It's a much more fun way to watch it. Spend our Friday evenings rather than... Funner. It's a funner way to do it. Doing something else. Than doing... Wait, what? This is a more fun way of, of spending our Friday nights and doing something else. Well, it can be potentially. Depends on what something else is. Going to the brew pub, getting hammered. It's not more fun than that. That would be more fun. Yeah. The thing is, <laughs> brew pub's right next door. We can still. We guess. could still do that. Clock it. We, we could totally both do things. that. We absolutely totally could. I have to ask the wife first. Anyways, uh, so yeah, and we're gonna get hammered tomorrow night, anyways. So uh, that's gonna be a lot of fun. But you know what else is a lot of fun? Tonight's SmackDown. Yeah, it was a fun show. I thought it was pretty darn good, man. Fun show. I like that. I like that the big budget feel that SmackDown on Fox has uh, has seen sort of over the first couple weeks. If you set aside the uh, the the intro uh, graphic package, so here's the thing. That looks like it cost a lot of money, but it doesn't really. That's the thing. Feel so like it cost a lot of money. It. I'm sure they did spend a lot of money on it. I just hate it. Because it's so cheesy. And that's what I mean. It looks like it was expensive. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it was You're expensive. You're right, yeah. Sort yeah. of like I was watching the trailer for that new Terminator movie. I'm sure the movie oh, costs a ton of money. probably to costs a lot. It doesn't look like it. It's it looks it cheap as hell. Money. Like How are, how are the, the, uh, the Terminator effects worse now than they were back in 1992? They were so good in Terminator 2, man. I know. And they look stupid now. It's like, yeah. aren't these supposed to be like more advanced? Yeah. And they don't seem like they're more advanced? Mm-mm. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Isn't it funny how like Terminator really only had two decent movies? I know. And they've made like a ton. I know. It's kind of like Predator. Predator's crazy. It only had one good movie. The second one's not terrible. <sighs> it's not terrible. Uh, it's not terrible, maybe. It's enjoyable, but, but it's, it's not, not even first close no, to the first it's one. It's enjoyable, though. Yeah. Anyway, when's the last time you saw the second one? Has it been almost since mm, it came out? No. 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, uh, SmackDown. Yeah, it's, it's Predator in L.A. It's, it's fascinating stuff. Yeah, I think you have to go back and rewatch it. Grant, I have not seen it since I think yeah, it man. came out. So maybe I'm wrong about that. It's not terrible. It's enjoyable. Anyways. It's enjoyable. Anyways. Uh, so, SmackDown uh, on Fox. Uh, I thought it was a quality episode. Yeah, it was a fun show. I mean, was it all that? These are not the notes. 
was it all that consequential? What do we learn? We, Bailey sort of gave her kind of. her explanation, as much of an explanation yeah, as we're we going to get. Yeah, we saw the Kickstarter, maybe a couple feuds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's one, talk about the Bailey thing really quick. Wanted to be really excited about it. Okay, we'll talk about the Bailey stuff first. So she was the guest along with uh, Sasha Banks on Ms. TV. Um, let's get right to that part of the did show. She, I mean, did she really say anything? It was tip, It was kind of typical heel stuff to a degree. She brought up the role model stuff and said when she was role model before, people didn't really care. And then she did what a role model did. She lost her belt and she did what she had to do to get back. Oh, the best thing about it. That's right. The best thing about it was her punctuating line. Oh, that was good. What was it? Life is short. I'm going to offer you, you up some inspiration. Life sucks. <laughs> And then you die. Is it life sucks or life's short? Then you life die. Life sucks. Yeah, some Rick and Morty logic there. According yeah. to who is it, Stevie Bradley or somebody yeah. said that. Oh, I'm going to tell you something there, Morty. <laughs> life sucks. Then you well, die. she said, she, you know, Miz asked, why? Why'd you, why'd you slosh up uh, the, the Bailey buddies? Wacky, wavy, inflatable two men. That's what Byron always called them. Yeah. Uh, anyways, she said uh, they defined her career. Yeah. So if she wanted to reinvent herself, she had to destroy, with axe-like thing, that aspect of her career. Essentially, oh, well, I get, I get, I get that point. I mean, that's not a terrible. Oh, yeah. No, that's fine. Not a terrible reasoning for for slashing up. No, the, you know. And then she calls out the woman's locker room. She says, "I want to get this title because I want to prove to everyone that SmackDown women's locker room is just as good as the Raw one, if not better." Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but she says, "I'm tired of being what they want." me to be yeah i have outgrown all of them i just want to be somber i want moody pouty yeah and i want short hair because it's easier to maintain that's really the thing why do you think i cut my hair yeah easier to maintain hell yes it is yeah i have a weird lumpy square head i'm sure trying to get that ponytail just perfect every single day pain in the rear end it would suck if i eventually actually go bald because then you know i'll probably get hair plugs they call it a hair transplant now. Let's just call it what it is: it's hair plugs. Hair plugs. I yeah. I, you know, you, you, you're, you're really down the shape of your head. It's not as bad. It's not that bad. I've seen it when it's that short. I've it seen it when it's that short me. too. It's fine. I look at my dad. My dad really. I, if, if I get my dad's hair, I'll be happy because he's he's got like a decent head. He's of got hair. a decent head of hair in his yeah. what sixties. Yeah, dude. He's almost seventy. He's like sixty-five this year. Wow. He's so old. My dad's gonna be seventy-three this year. But then I'm only like twenty-five years younger than him. Than my dad. Oh, man. We're old. Anyways. We are old. We got that part right. <sighs> anyways. So anyways, um, yeah, it was Moody. Uh, uh, angst-filled Bailey. Uh-huh. Um, she, did, she did a good job with the promo. I thought she was good. I think that, I don't know, though. Like, I thought it was fine for what it was. It certainly wasn't reinventing the wheel by any stretch of the imagination. No, it wasn't. It's pretty boilerplate heel turn stuff. And I'll be honest, I kind of prefer, like, when she was hanging out with... Sasha before her real heel turn when she was just being sort of sort of a dick. Yeah. When she was being just kind of shitty. Like I kind of prefer that. Like I wish she had a bit more of a Well, here's the the best part was uh uh Miz asked her, "What about the kids who saw your heel turn?" She shrugged. She shrugged. That was that was great. a little bit of Pete Dunn right there. Shrugged. So that was there was some eh. good stuff there. Miz was really throwing some, you know, saying, why you, why'd you change your hair? I wish they would have thrown it back at him. Be yeah, like, know, what does my hair have to do? He's got a new beard that magically showed up. Yeah. and But on top of that, it's like, why does me changing my hair have to do anything? Yeah. You know? Well, he's like, why did you change your look? You changed your look. Why'd you change your look? Why'd you cut your hair? Do you have insecurities? Yeah, you got some insecurities stuff. about yourself that you thought if you changed your appearance, it would help with your insecurities. Are you, you, 
we're just tired of you know you're always in Sasha's shadow playing second mm-hmm. fiddle to her. Yeah. Um, and then Sasha's like, well, we were drafting the fifth round, Miz. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And is like, correctly, it doesn't matter where you're picked. You're picked. Yeah. You're a show. Yeah. You get a paycheck. You have a job. Oh no, no. I'm I'm with I I I, I like that was a good burn. I thought that See, was a good burn. No, it doesn't matter. I mean, technically, it doesn't matter. Do you get paid any different? No. However, I think it's a symbol of it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't want to get picked in the sixth round. That's booty. I want to get picked number one. Everybody should want to get picked number yeah. one. My favorite is when NBA players like Zion, for example, or going back further, like every year, the the presumptive number one. It's always there's always one guy. Yeah. yeah. Usually anyways. Yeah. Very rarely is there like an Anthony Bennett year where they're like, who's going number one? Yeah, right. Right. I exactly. Yeah. I Take just a chance want, on I this just guy. Want one year when the presumptive guy doesn't go number one and see his shitty face. I can't remember the last time it happened in the NBA. I know in the in the NFL leading up to that particular draft, Reggie Bush was kind of the presumptive number one, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like Mario Williams got picked number one out of nowhere. Yeah, but it was he yeah. was kind of it was one a or one and two. But then the Texans chose mm-hmm. Mario Williams instead. Yeah, for sure. And I think it, it was a, a little bit of a shock. Not a huge shock, but a little bit. So I thought SmackDown was pretty fun. Let's go through it here. Sure. Show kicked off with an intercontinental title match between Roman Reigns and Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke's got a thing about big dogs, man. One bit him before. Remember, he was out of <laughs> yeah. action forever. <laughs> bit him in a calf, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that for a second. Yeah, that's pretty... Hmm. <laughs> He had got a bit of a run of bad luck there for a while, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did. Anyways. He gets bit by a security, like a, a police dog, a security dog. Roman Reigns and Shinsuke to do a double duty night because of the outcome of this match. It's a yeah. fun match, though. It was a fun match. Uh, so early on, uh, Roman uh, sends Nakamura out of the ring. He runs around the ring and goes for a drive-by. Sammy pulls Nakamura out of the way, and then Nakamura kicks Roman in the head like against the apron. Uh, they're back in the ring. Roman goes for a Superman punch. Nakamura counters with a cross-arm breaker. Transitions to triangle. Roman starts to fade for a bit, and then he powers out. Reverses into a huge power bomb. He gets ready for a Superman punch. Sammy Zane. Sammy. Sammy's on the apron. Distracts him. Allows Nakamura to get the upper hand. He hits the sliding German suplex. He goes for a Kinshasa. Roman counters with a Superman punch. Only gets a two count. And then Roman's in the corner getting ready for a spear. And who appears basically out of nowhere? King Corbin. Hey, I've got Scepter. I'm going to hit you in the back with Scepter. So, uh, he does that, and then he, he gets that. a deep six on Roman as well. Yeah, so DQ. Roman wins by DQ. Uh, heels are beating up on Roman. Daniel Bryan runs down the ring to make the save. He fends off Baron and kind of Nakamura for a second, but then Sammy's ringside. He gets a hold of Daniel Bryan's foot. Nakamura hits a Kinshasa on Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And that later on, you set up our main event. Mm-hmm. As a, a tag match. Yeah. Roman Daniel Bryan against Nakamura and King Corbin. Daniel Bryan was wearing, did he get like a new super offensive tattoo? No, because he took his shirt off for the main event. Huh? Yeah, he he, he was wearing like a weird like. Well, he's wearing a long sleeve shirt. It was yeah. like a long sleeve t shirt, but he had the sleeves pulled up to his. It wasn't, elbows. but thing, it was like um, it was like a it was like a workout shirt. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It was like one of the, like a sweat wicking one. Yeah, moisture wicking. Moisture wicking. Yeah, 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 kind of. Yeah, because it had a little sheen to it. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like just a cotton shirt. Raw gate technology, raw I mean, gate they're taking, apparel. They're just taking all our ideas. They're I guess. taking all our ideas, man. I'm telling you, I can't wait till 2K20 drops. I have a, I have a, I think that game is going to be a disaster. It's going to be such a glitchy POS. 
It's going to be hilarious to play. Speaking of which, stay tuned tomorrow morning. You got our take on the 2K20 game. We didn't get early access to it. No. Uh, after that, we had the New Day backstage. Uh, Big E singing. It was great. This was fun, man. And then Tucky comes in. Of course, they're, ha- they're uh, New Day Heavy Machinery partners in an eight-man tag match. To hype on. up the Crown Jewel Tag Team, team turmoil. turmoil. That's what they were talking about. World's here. largest tag team turmoil match, huh? Huh? Uh, yeah, to determine best in the world. So anyways, Tucky is hyping the New Day up over this Crown Jewel match. He's like, let's work together and, and show everybody why we're all the best in the world. And yeah. then uh, Otis, they're making like protein pancakes, like yeah, Kodiak yeah, cakes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, those are delicious. I love yeah. me some Kodiak cakes. I got, so I, got, I got me some Kodiak cakes. They're okay. They're good. You got You know, here's a hint. Yeah. This is how you make them awesome. Like best pancakes. Okay. So they're can, not going to be that because they're not meant to be like just wait. tasty. No, they are tasty when I do, do what I do. Listen, so you get your, you make your batter. You put the water in, the eggs. Yeah, okay. You put a little vanilla, some cinnamon in there. You put a banana in there and some blueberries. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll do it without the banana and blueberries, but you got some with the vanilla and the cinnamon. I might try that. That, might, that sounds good. You don't like mushed up banana in your... In your why not? It's like know. banana bread. Uh, yeah, I just don't like it. I don't like, I don't like it. Trust uh, me, try it. Just try it once. No. It's I already, you awesome. think I don't know what I like? You don't know what you like. In this case, you don't. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll try it. Here, next time I make some, I'll bring one in for you. Uh, I'll just I, try it myself. I do that at least two days a week. I'll just try it myself. That's my typical workout day breakfast. It's Kodiak cakes, blueberries, That's good, man. banana. That's good. I'll try it myself. I don't need, I don't ahead, need you to ahead. do it. Just make sure the banana's good and ripe. All right. Not, you okay. know, like brown, but good and ripe. Anyways. Anyway, so Otis, he's got his bowl of batter. He dumps some protein powder in. And he offers up, hey, you guys want to try it? They say no. He starts dumping the batter on his face. Yeah, it's all in his beard. It's just a beard. It's sick. And he starts gyrating and stuff. Yeah. And so batter's getting everywhere. Yeah. And then uh, Biggie uh, leads everybody saying New Day rocks. And, and Otis is just flinging batter everywhere. This week, I thought the heavy machinery was pretty funny. Next week, I'll probably get tired of him. Then the following week, I'll probably like him again. I have a love-hate just relationship like with him. Just settle. Can I just do what I do? Eat my pancakes, like heavy machinery, or don't like heavy machinery. I don't, I don't. Can I just do my thing, please? Okay. <laughs> See if you can make Kodiak cakes taste better than I can, because I don't uh, think you can. I, I mean, I like regular pancakes. Like I just eat them because they're good. You know, they're protein. And they're filled with protein. Yeah. Yeah. And they got some extra fiber in there too. It's yeah. good for your system. Right. But like, I'd rather go to Denny's and have their pancakes. Nah, give me the Kodiak cakes, man. <laughs> they get more flavor. They don't, though. They don't, they though. Totally do. That's the thing. It's the flavor of whole Stop grain. Stop acting like stuff that's good for you tastes better than stuff that's bad for Here's you. That's the, the point of it being bad Here's for you, Here's the thing, man. though. Just because Kodiak cakes have some, and I love them, have extra protein, don't be mistaken in thinking they're actually good for you. It's all filled with carbohydrates and there's sugar in there. Just yeah, but it's, it's better as protein and, and fiber. Yeah, I guess so. A little bit more fiber, yeah, a lot more and protein. The, the way it gets that way is by tasting worse. I don't think it necessarily tastes that's worse. It's just truth, different. Man. That's your subjective opinion. Okay. Anyways, after that, there was a King Corbin interview where we thought there was going to be an interview. No, he puts ground and, and walks she away. she was like, hey, talk to me. And he just gets that dullard smile on his face. He thought, Kodiak cakes. <laughs> I guess so. Walked away. You're going to come in here with some cold-ass Kodiak cakes? Yeah, I am. <laughs> we got a microwaving warm up in there. No, oh, that's even more. I need them fresh. Fresh. I'll be honest with you. If I have leftover pancakes... I don't bother warming up. I even cold. Did you ever eat those? Yeah, no, man. You're such an odd fella. Did you ever eat the the leftover Del Taco you put in the fridge? Go take a look. <laughs> Answer yourself. I'm like, who the hell would you do? You, do you ever? I know you don't eat fast food a lot. 
I never microwave. For me, fast food is either it's 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 win now. It's never built well, for the, the future. Thing. Here's the thing. Like if I didn't have like my this is a complete detour. When I have my workout days, I'm very specific about what I eat. Sure. Not workout days. I'm a little more flexible on it. Okay. So that was a Sunday. Monday is a workout day. Okay. So I brought my lunch because I was very specific about what I wanted to eat. And so I didn't eat them. And then Tuesday rolls around. I'm thinking, they've been in the fridge the whole day. Uh, I don't know if I want to take that risk. Yeah. So I just didn't eat them. Okay. Well, that's Even though good. I should. I paid for them. I shouldn't no, eat them. No, you shouldn't. It's now or never. No, I have no problem. I could have put them in the microwave for 30 seconds eating them. All right. Anyways, after that, we had Chad Gable versus Curtis Axel. Sure, uh, girthy G uh, versus uh, there was one funny part of this match. Oh, when Bo Dallas got hit and he sold towards the camera, it was really funny. It was really funny. It was really funny. Otherwise, but obviously, this was simply just a vehicle for Chad Gable for Shorty G mm-hmm. to uh, to get that W. Yeah, because uh, they're building him up a little bit, and then he uh, got on the stick afterwards. He had an interview, rather, and they said, uh, you know, what do you want to say, uh, girthy Gable? And he said, uh, I, God blessed me with this really tiny body, but uh, we all have insecurities. I can, you can overcome them. I can overcome them. Uh, yo, Adrian, we did it. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you mentioned that Chad Gable reversed a perfect plex and ankle lock in one. No, that's generally your job is to talk about Sorry. what happens during the match. No, no apology necessary. It was not that, it's not a big of a deal. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
Uh, after that, we had a Hulk Hogan oh, Skype interview. Oh, Lord. He was uh, like at his booth at Comic-Con. or No, is it, what was it? Beat Shop? Hogan's Beat Shop? He sells a bunch of uh, memorabilia. WWE titles Including there? titles and a bunch of merch. Does of he get own. a good deal wholesale for those WWE replicas? Maybe he has his own shop where he, 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 he smiths them himself. Yeah, but they've got WWE stuff all over them. He's got to he's pay got, some I'm sure he's got to have some deal worked out. I mean, it's, without his, Hogan, his deal is let me sell these, brother. Without Hogan, there really isn't a WWE, so that's probably his. Wow. He's probably paying them a license, or he, they're paying him a licensing fee. I didn't know you're such a shill for Hogan. Oh, I'm absolutely man. not. You sounds that's like reality it. the situation. Definitely sounds like it. Anyways, uh, so they were talking about obviously uh, Seth Rollins out, out as, as as captain of Team Hogan, brother, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, you know. Uh, a lot of people out there who I really like to be on Team Hogan. He mentioned Ali. He mentioned uh, Shorty Gable. Yeah. Shocked that he didn't mention Mansoor. Uh, <laughs> He's already got a match. That's, that's true, but he can have all the matches in Saudi Arabia. And then, uh, and then, yeah, but he said he found a team captain. That'll, uh, and what's Flair going to do, brother? Team captain, they'll announce later. And he said that he couldn't wait to get his hands on Ric Flair. He's going to throw some punches. Larson, I'm telling you. He's just hyping up the match, man. He might not be on Team Hogan. That's shocking, number one. Number two, him and Flair, somebody's going to bump. Nobody's going to bump. Somebody's going to bump. Absolutely not. Definitely. Well, it ain't no. going to be Hogan. It's going to be Flair. No, it's not going to be Flair. He's going to tell those guys, I can bump. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, then he'll go to the doctor and the doctor will be bump. like, hey, sorry, hey, WB, you know, Ric Flair almost died like a year and a half ago, a year ago. Uh I mean, ideally, he shouldn't be in the ringside area. In America, they're going to go to Saudi Arabia and get a, a government doctor. WB does their, has their own medical. He's like, I'm going to clear everybody. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to clear everybody. Yokozuna cleared, huh? Cleared. Ultimate Warrior cleared. Mm. <laughs> Under heavy threat. Next, uh, the aforementioned eight-man tag match, Heavy Machinery and New Day taking on the Revival and Rudolph. This match was a lot of fun. I will say this about uh, all the matches tonight. Everybody brought it. Yeah, all the matches were fun. I, they really were. The crowd was really into everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it might not have been the most consequential SmackDown in the world, but this was a fun match. We got Crown Jewel coming up, so they're all building to that stuff. So once that's done with, we'll be on the road to Survivor Series. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, this is a cool match. What, yeah, what happened? Uh, so early match? on, the faces heavy machinery. New Day. They have the Pam. We have this bit where uh, uh, Biggie and Otis ha- uh, thrust their hips. Their pelvises, yeah, towards each other. They had Dolph in like a legs. wishbone formation. And they were grinding their hips, yeah, at each other. Mm-hmm. They have the upper hand early. Tension, sexual uh, tension. Xavier Woods is in. He is the tope on the revival, and then Rudolph come out there, turn the tables. They hit a zigzag spine buster combo on Woods. We go to commercial. Come back. Uh, Wilder has Woods in a headlock. Woods powers out, hits belly to back. You think, oh, maybe he's going to get that hot tag. No, Scott Dawson's in. He intercepts hot tag. Um, he gets the upper hand, um, and then uh, Woods goes for the tag eventually, uh, but then all his partners are pr- pulled off the apron. Mm-hmm, yeah. So he's there all alone. Eventually, though, Woods does get the hot tag to Otis. Crowd goes crazy for that, and Otis just destroys everybody. Yeah. Uh, he clears the ring, except for Rude. Rude kicks him in the gut like he's mm-hmm. going to go for a glorious DT. Otis completely no-sells mm-hmm. it and just starts thrusting his pelvis His at him. gut is the source of power. Yeah, pretty much. Um so he sends Bob Rue at the, the equation. Eventually, though, uh, Scott Dawson jumps off the top rope and, and Otis catches him. And Tucky's in the ring about to go for a compactor, but that's all broken up. And then Dash jumps off the top rope, knocks over Otis. So Dawson's on top of him in a pitting predicament. Otis kicks out at two, 
But eventually Otis tags in Big E, who then tags in Xavier Woods. Up, up, down, down. Uh, Woods pins Dawson for the win. Mm-hmm. Face team goes over. Yep, yep. Really fun match. Yeah, no, it was fun. Crowd was really into it. After that, we had a Daniel Bryan interview um, where he was just really hyped. on The volume is a bit low. I forget what he said here. Uh... He said, I don't care about where I went in the draft. I don't care about this. I don't care about that. I'm just going to go out there. He said, I've been beat up thousands of times. You think I care about that? He says that we're going to put the Roman Iron go out there and put those two kings in their place. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So he just, he's, he's just the king best. strong style. Man, he's the best pro. He can come man. in with like 50% intensity and convince me that he can do anything. So good. He's the best. Sergio C here in chat has a good point about Flair getting back to him taking a bump at Crown Jewel, which is going to happen. He says, remember, he did kind of take a bump when Batista was dragging him a few months ago. Being dragged can be kind of heavy on the heart too, man, I would think. It's different than taking a back butt, man. Mm-mm, no way, man. Uh, after that, Bailey was walking very somberly backstage. Mm-hmm. She had like the uh, the Incredible Hulk theme music playing from the old series. Yeah. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yeah, Every one. town that dude went to, he found trouble. Like, gee whiz. Mm-mm. At some point, you got to start looking in the mirror, Bruce trouble Banner. found him. Well, yeah, that was my point, though. You no, know. he wasn't looking for trouble. He wasn't out. Why would it? Oh, yeah, but at a certain point, no. Don't the you common look denominator the is Bruce Banner, so right? you got to think, oh, yeah, maybe he's the issue. I understand that. Probably like murder. She wrote that old lady in that one town, just murder after murder after murder. No, apparently, the little town of Maine is the murder capital of the world. Evidently, it's like Oakland, jeez, or Chicago. Lots of violence in those towns. Remember when we were driving through Oakland? We saw a dude with a shotgun. I mean, we drove by really fast. That's what we thought it could have been. But it that dude wasn't. had a shotgun. Yeah, I don't man. think he was just walking down the street with a gun in his arms, man. I mean, would it really surprise you? Yes and no. I don't know. Yes and no. Uh, next, we had this really good Mustafa Ali video package. Hopefully, they decide on a direction for him. I mean, obviously, he's not vigilante anymore. I really wish that he was just vigilante again. I like those two weeks he was vigilante. I know. Well, he he was kind of like judgy vigilante. Yeah, maybe he didn't want to go that direction. Like he was going to stop. I think they just didn't know what to do. Obviously. I wonder if that was him. I wonder if he was like, hey, let's go film this. Just something different. Maybe he had an idea. Give it a try. Uh, maybe this didn't work out because it didn't feel like it was well, as well put together as everything else. Yeah, and they're like, hey, so we ran this. What's your idea? And he did another promo afterwards. It was like him in a, uh, out in the, in the, like at night in an in empty neighborhood. Yeah. Or quiet neighborhood and dropped a promo about kind of standing up for people who couldn't stand up for themselves. Yeah. And I think it was just that promo and then it fizzled out. Nothing ever came of it. Anyways, next, Ms. TV with Bailey. We talked about a bit. Sasha Banks walked out with Bailey. Ms. throws to a video uh, package recapping what happened last week where Bailey completed her heel turn. Mm-hmm. And then he says, Bailey, why? She says, I don't know anybody in explanation. And as we said, Miz asked about the kids. Bailey shrugs it off. That all. was the best because they showed that, that video yeah. of that poor kid crying. And then Miz asked if... Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. But they include the footage, not the kid, not the kid crying. Uh, Miz asked if she did what she did because she was uh, uh, tired of always being in Sasha's shadow, yeah. playing second fiddle to Sasha. And that's when Sasha lashed out and said, no, well, you're just upset because you're drafting the fifth round or something like that. Sixth round, yeah. It wasn't like Bailey was drafted super high either. She was drafting the third or fourth. Um, Sasha was drafted ahead of her. Yeah, true. Anyways, yeah, I mean, she has kind of a point about like where Miz's career is right now, though. Yeah, he used to be like perpetual intercontinental. It is, and definitely a holding position. I'll I'll agree with that. 
so we kind of went through everything else. Uh, culminated with her saying, here's some inspiration for y'all. Life sucks and then you die. Nikki Cross comes out um, and then she tries to get a Foley pop. So just saying it's good to be here in Indianapolis. Even gives a thumbs up. I like her as sort of a pseudo successor to the Foley thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. She looks the part. And then uh, she just says, hey, time for talking is done. Time for action is now. Action, action now. now. Dana Brooke comes out. Drops a promo. It's good she's got some mic time. I know. I thought that was that was awesome. And then she uh, she told, "Listen, everybody, stop flexing your arms." Oh, I see you over there. You're flexing your arms over there. You. And then uh, she that was the flexing moment because she called herself Flex Fluger. Uh, <laughs> she got interrupted kind of in that stuff. Some uh, somebody else came. Was it Lacey Fire Evans. Desire? No, Lacey Evans came out. Oh yeah, but she didn't. She talk. put her foot on the raw gate. By she the did. Way. She did. Surprised that foot didn't poof, <laughs> vanish. Right. Go to the upside down or the I know. Rawgate universe. The Rawgate, Rawgate world. Another region. <laughs> another world. Sorry, not another region. That's something else. <laughs> That's the front end. Another area. world. Um, and so we go to commercial comeback and we get our, our six pack challenge winner of this Nudenbrook tender for uh, Smack the Women's title. Wild card finals. Carmella, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross. Hats off to Fire and Desire for working together. Throughout this match, at no point they turn against each other. Man, you gotta it have probably one cost them an opportunity challenge yeah. for that title. However, they're sticking by each other's sides. You gotta salute that kind somebody's of. Got uh, it, uh, somebody's got. Somebody's gotta go behind somebody. Oh yeah, we're nope. together. Roll up, win. No. Look out for number one. They're man. looking out for each other. Get out of here with that. You're you would you like you wouldn't try to roll my fat ass up. No. Get out of here. No, with I that. wouldn't. You would swerve me. No, in I wouldn't. Not at all. You're such a FPOS. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm, not. I'm a good guy. I don't think the you are. You're going to turn me in for murder. It's because you murdered somebody. That's illegal. That puts my livelihood at risk because you told me that. And therefore, if what I don't turn you... What puts your livelihood at risk because I'm getting eight. rid of your cash cow. No, I could find a way to profit off that. You could not. Well, so, yeah, you could start to go fund Exactly. Uh, new Patreon. Hey, my partner committed murder. He went up to the big house. Help me out, please. Sorry, Snake. Not gonna give you a dime. Love all the friendos. No, here's the thing. Because if snake. you commit, if you commit murder, and you tell me, and I don't say anything, I'm I'm on the hook for. I'm, that's aiding and abetting. Not really. It is. You can just deny that I ever told you. But then you can just easily rat me out to the cops. Why would I do that? I'm not a rat. If you told me, you're like I'm going down. I'm gonna you. bring everybody down with me. I don't know. Bring everybody down. I gotta no look way, out for number man. one. I gotta look out for me, and my family. Oh, I am your. Fa- I thought I was your family. What yeah. a piece of crap you are. Anyways, did you get to the finish here, Nikki. No, I didn't get to the end of the match because you started talking about what a snake I am. <laughs> You're such a snake. Anyways, please. I would continue. never roll you up though. Continue with the match. You I would, would never roll you up. Roll me up. Roll me out. You would roll throw me, me up. under the bus. You would totally throw me under the bus. Talk about the match, you snake. <laughs> You're the real snake here because you. Oh man, you'd stab me in the back any chance you get. Anyways, uh, Fire Desire, they're working together the whole match, and it was great. Um, at Those one point, there. Carmella hits crossbody on Lacey and Fire Desire. Um, yeah, then we go to commercial, we come back. Nikki sends Carmella towards the ropes with an Irish whip. Instead of bouncing off the rope, she hits a suicide dive on Fire and Desire. That was awesome. Carmella's great. And then uh, Nikki goes to the top rope, hits crossbody, hits uh, Dana and Fire and Desire with that. Um, back in the ring, Brooke 
Dana Brooke hits a, a Batista bomb essentially mm-hmm. on Lacey Evans. Falls with a swanton. That should have been in. That should have won the match for. Her. Dude, those that sequence was great for all those main events on main event. Mm-hmm. Have really panned out for mm-hmm. her. She's turned we, what, into a really terrific. What was that we heard that like Dana Brooke works works like harder than anybody else? We heard that from somewhere. Yeah, I can't remember where it was. But she's all she's like the first one in the building, last one out, yeah. always working, getting better. It's terrific. Uh, so yeah, Carmella breaks that up. There's a bunch of brawling happens at one point. Uh, uh, Mandy goes for a jackknife cover on Carmella. She kicks out, transitions immediately to code of silence. Uh, Sonia Deville comes in, breaks that up. In the end, there's this great sequence where everybody's laying each other out with like knees and super mm-hmm. kicks and all sorts of stuff to kind of culminate it. Nikki comes in, hits Mandy with the swinging neck breaker for the win. She'll be taking on Bailey. They kind of telegraphed that when Nikki came out the ramp. And she had a pretty lengthy promo, yeah. Kind of a telegraph, but it's all right. Mm. It's still a fun match. Good showing for Nikki. It's good showing for, for sure, everybody yeah. involved. I love, man. It wasn't that long ago that we were really worried about Nikki Cross. Nothing to be worried about now. on TV, but she's on TV all the time, so hopefully that continues. Hopefully. Uh, After that, we had a lengthy recap about Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins. And then this Crown Jewel match card uh, for their match uh, had the tagline or, or stipulation, whatever it is, in quotations, can't be stopped for any reason. Because it was in quotations, I don't take it seriously. A direct... Those are air quotes, man. A direct response to wrestling Twitter, man. Yeah, I know. That is pathetic, to be honest with you. I know. Why just, why just make this have a clean finish of the match and not have to worry about the air quotes with can't be stopped for any reason? Right? They shouldn't even be in air quotes. They shouldn't be in quotations. Yeah, I don't know why... It's because those air there. quotes are not going to even follow that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sure, can't be followed it's for sarca- any reason. Yeah, I know. Yeah, These days, air quotes are sarcastic. This is completely sarcastic. Can't be stopped, guys. I'm trying to troll people, man. Clean finish. Oh, you guys want a clean finish? That's what they're saying. That's, it should have been clean finish. Sure, you'll lol. get sure. Clean finish, lol. Sure, you'll get your clean finish. <laughs> Shrug emoji. Uh, after that, we had uh, Braun taking on uh, the uh, Drew Gulak in the SmackDown debut. Um, before the match began, or right as the match was about to begin, Drew requested the mic. It's terrific. Oh, he's great in the mic. He's great. So natural. It's like, Braun, this is my debut here on SmackDown on Fox. And uh, I just, just hear me out. I want to introduce myself. I introduce myself. I'm a former WWE Cruiserweight champion, Drew Gulak. And I just, I'd like to, to tell you, if you go in there against Tyson Fury with your Monster Among Men thing, it's not going to work out for you. He's going to knock you out. He's going to knock you out cold. And then Braun sort of gets at him. And the referee gets behind him because he's, he's like, still whoa, on whoa, mic time. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. He's yeah. like, but I have a 345 slot. 3,461. Oh, it was 3,461. 3, 3,461 okay. 3, slide presentation. If you like, take a look at the Tron at my PowerPoint presentation. Take a look at slide one, and then Braun just lays him out. Yeah, it was the power slam, but at least Drew got some mic time. If he gets mic time, he'll get over. Oh, dude. That dude is so savvy. Yeah, man. He can reinvent himself. He takes whatever opportunity and magnifies it, yep. does everything he can. I mean, in a sense, it's kind of a bummer they went back to the PowerPoint presentation thing. Because while it was funny at the time, he's evolved like several iterations since then. Oh, yeah, yeah. To, to General Zod, I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, whatever, whatever they tell him to do, he'll make gold of yeah. it. So I'm not worried. About I mean, when he was doing the PowerPoint presentation stuff, that's probably when he got himself the most over. It, well, that's true. That's totally so. true. And I know I, I totally agree with you. It feels like a step back, but whatever, he's there. Daniel Bryan acknowledged him on Twitter when he said, hey, Daniel Bryan. 
uh, I, I hope that the that they let those two go at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he that's it, Drew's the kind of guy where if Daniel Bryan, if fast forwarding a little bit, if they actually pull the trigger on a Daniel Bryan Shinsuke Nakamura feud, if they have eyes on Daniel Bryan for the IC title, yeah, um, I could easily see him transitioning to like having a feud with Drew Gulak. It yeah. could be one of those things where it's just <clears throat> uh, where. You know, sometimes they'll just out of the blue just push somebody cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They could be that kind of thing with Drew because he yeah. can handle it. He's that good. And I think even if he gets in these matches where he really has no chance to win, like the one tonight, give him some mic time so people get familiar with his character. Mm-hmm. He'll be all right. Yeah, for sure. He's got enough personality that he won't get lost in the in the shuffle if he eats a few kind of bad losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. So... Uh, so after that, we had the main event, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus King Corbin and Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn lingering by ringside. He probably will not be a crown jewel. Um, and so uh, they announce yeah, everybody comes out except for Roman Reigns and uh, Greg Hamilton, or whoever it is, gets on the mic and he says, and your team Hogan captain, darn it, darn it, captain of team Hogan and Roman Roman reigns. So yeah. yeah, that's cool. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, fun match. <laughs> there was one spot where, uh, kind of halfway through where Baron, uh, gets Roman, puts his head on the bottom ring step, picks up top ring step. And he's, looks like he's about to smash Roman's head between the two ring steps. Yeah. And then the rest like, Hey, don't do it. I'm going to disqualify you. That's yeah. And then Roman got, or sorry, Baron kind of argues a little bit. And then eventually though, Daniel Bryan hits like a, what they call it a wrecking ball drop kick. Mm-hmm. Kind of jumps through the ropes, but hangs on. Mm-hmm. Lays him out. Uh, back in the ring. Uh, uh, Brian reversed. Gosh, what move was it from Nakamura? He reversed a move from Nakamura into a yes lock. Mm-hmm. Um, Baron comes in, breaks it up. Roman <clears throat> comes in, uh, gets Baron out of the equation, and then spears him through the barricade. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of this match, there's this chaos everywhere. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, back in the ring, Daniel Bryan hits the yes kick, uh, kicks on Nakamura, goes for a knee plus. Uh, Nakamura counters with a boot to the head. Uh, Nakamura sets up for Kinshasa. Daniel Bryan evades, and it's a knee plus for the win. So this is going to hopefully, it should, kickstart a program between Daniel Bryan and Nakamura, something we've been waiting three, four years for. A long time. A long time. Finally going to get it. Yeah. It seems. Boy, I really hope so. I really hope so. It does seem like they have everything in place for that. 
Daniel Bryan, I get the feeling that he kind of in WWE does what he wants, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, this now is the that thing the dust that... is settled from the draft, right? Yeah, maybe he's uh, was able to kind of say, "Hey, now can I get my thing with Nakamura?" Been waiting, I don't know how. When did we? Nineteen years for? Yeah. Uh, Graham twenty five. Before we get to questions, has a question here in chat. Says, "Hey guys, in the chat, question. We'll just answer it for you." He says, "I know the blue highlighted, highlighted people are moderators. What are the green? They are channel members." And for $5 a month, if you hit that join button, you get access to all of our bonus content that we upload uh, for the patrons at that same dollar amount. Plus, uh, you get your name in green in chat. Yeah. And if you take a look after the name, you're part of the Slow Wolf Pack, so you get the little Slow Wolf Pack badge. And then there's, and there's emojis. Emojis. There's a bunch of emojis, Only too. members can use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a good deal. Uh, let's see here. Jose Alaguna asks what moment improves using the Larry David theme in wrestling recent memory, Roman reigns, uh, when they unveiled NWO Eric Rowan, yeah, which is probably Eric Bischoff's lone decent contribution. Maybe assuming, <laughs> but, assuming he's even responsible for that. Yeah. Uh, um, I feel like a lot of the Drake Maverick stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, yeah. Uh, being uh, unable to consummate his marriage. Yeah. Whenever somebody would like clown Shorty G for his height. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Jose Alaguna, if you were working as an undercover agent for AEW or WWE, how would you sabotage the promotion? Steve works for AEW. I work for WWE. How am I going to sabotage? I work for AEW. How am I going to sabotage WWE? Uh, this is kind of messed up. I would sort of like make Britt Baker uh, miserable at her job site because she's going to take that home and make her uh, husband, boyfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend Adam boyfriend. Cole miserable. So you say, hey, no, you're not going to have a match tonight, but I need you to write up this report. She's like, what? What? I need this report by Monday. No, by later today. She's like, report on what? It's here, and then you just give her a stack of paperwork and just tell her, "Hey, I gotta go. You gotta figure out what report you're gonna write." <laughs> and then you run off, and then she gets home. She's like, "Adam, baby, this is terrible." And he's like, "I don't know what to tell you." And she's like, "Well, you're gonna be miserable with me because that's your job as my boyfriend, because that's what relationships are all so about." So how's that sabotage WB? Well, NXT is competing with AEW. He's their champion. Yeah. So he comes to work miserable. Then everybody's miserable. Undisputed Air is miserable. Well, it's just NXT is miserable. Then it's not well, like main roster is unaffected by that completely. Uh, yeah, but I mean, come on. They're competing with NXT. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, NXT so far, is so embarrassed. Been, so far, it hasn't been much of a competition. There's a big spotlight on NXT, right. and they're going to be sunk down into like the – it's going to be like impact on pursuit numbers. Oh, all right. On USA. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know if mathematically that's possible. You don't think that would be embarrassing? If they did pursuit numbers on USA Network? No, I just said I just said, wow, that would be embarrassing. In a shitty sarcastic no, voice. That was not sarcastic. Fine. How are you gonna sabotage us? <laughs> you don't even know. This is how I do it. What's the hallmark of the AEW's television presentation? It's very bright and colorful. Yeah. I'm gonna go in the production truck and make sure everything's broadcast black and white. How are you gonna get <laughs> Let me sit there hit my TV? Be like a Maddie, the exactly, guy. Exactly. What's like, going on what's with my, my television? TV? And they're all going to call TNT or the cable provider and be like, WTF, 
what's wrong with this with this crap wrestling on here that's only broadcasting where's the color that i'm used to i'd like the vibrant colors AEW now it's black and white what is wrong with your crap station i'm canceling my cable cutting the cord because this station's crap that's a terrible idea they'll just be somebody's number one you think nobody's in the production truck watching you do that oh somebody no just, I'm, not, I'm like that idiot over there just turned down the saturation no, I'll, I'll be here on my computer because i'm hacker and i'm hacking you can't even hack in your own email account you idiot well i don't have to i know the password why would i have to hack in my own email where's the logic there come on you just swerved me dylan haggett <laughs> hey who are your top five wrestlers in wwe daniel bryan uh-huh Io Shirai. Yeah. Adam Cole. Yeah. Candice LeRae. Okay. And uh, that really super tall guy at NXT who's on the Florida House Show loop, if he's even wrestling at this point. He's just like hugely tall. Or Malcolm Bivens. Mm-hmm. Stockley mm-hmm. Hathaway. Mm-hmm. That's my number five spot. Mm-hmm. What about you? Uh, I agree with the top four. I might put Andrade in there. That's a good one. So enjoyable. Also, he's got the most entertaining Instagrams. Yeah. I love you without your makeup. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Ray says, just have Shivani spoil the NXT main event weekly. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a question thread? Of course there is. Oh, good. I'm a professional. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Alex Foster. What types of activities does Bray like to do with his best friends? Oh, you mean puppets? Well, his, are his puppets his best friends? I mean, there's only limited things they could do. They have like hands in them. Yeah. Or string and wood or whatever they are. Uh, Stevie Bradley. Uh, Bailey got rid of her Bailey buddies. What other used car appliance store marketing tropes could she have used instead of the Bailey buddies for her old entrance? Oh, what a great question! Uh, sign guys. Yeah. She she like squashes sign, sign guy. Yeah. So there's like a guy that comes out with her like a Bailey sign, like a big you know. And Bailey belly to him. He's all like doing this stuff and doing this stuff, and she comes up to him. Yeah, Bailey to Bailey. Try and go back even further. Like '80s. Like what did Cal Worthington have in his commercials? They just had like uh, banners that might have like little wind machines on them. He had like a cool jingle. Go see Cal, go see Cal, go see Cal, go so see Cal. So they could have had her come out to a cool marketing jingle. Yeah, sure. And then record scratch, yeah. new theme yeah. song. Yeah, Bailey, Bailey, buddy, Bailey, buddy, Bailey, buddy. Yeah. I like uh, Thomas Dunnigan, this is probably a dumb question, but wow. do you think Vince is being smart focusing on ex-UFC MMA fighters for a network like Fox? Or do you think he's making a huge mistake not focusing on the full-time talent he has now? I will say there was no Brock Lesnar. There was no Cain Velasquez on tonight's show. It was all focused on full-time roster members. So that was cool, and it was a fun show. Um, next week, there's a face-to-face or yeah, something like that. signing contract or something. Something like, like that. Yeah. And, you know, periodically. But from everything I've heard is that after this match against Brock, Cain's probably going to Raw because <laughs> um, he said his goal is to win Universal title. He probably spoke at a turn there. Did he even know the Universal title's on Raw? I don't know. I don't know if he really... I think he probably thinks that Brock has that title. Maybe not. I mean, he's probably a savvy guy. I'm just saying, like, he's going to go where Fox wants him. <laughs> Which is SmackDown. Um, no, I think, I think that Vince has had a problem. Okay, so is he being smart doing it? If it makes the company money, sure. But... 
if he knew how to build superstars out of his current crop of talent, which really should be kind of a no-brainer. It really shouldn't be that difficult. The the level of talent, the depth of talent available at WWE is outrageous. So, like, (coughs) is he being smart focusing on them? Given that his strength is not building superstars, I guess he's being smart because he can't figure out how to do the other thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not into it because I like the talent they have. Yeah, same. I like wrestlers. Uh, Jose Alaguna, what other places does Tom Phillip hate? Tom Phillips hate the UK. Oh, man. Oh, the tube. Like the subway mm-hmm. station, the mm-hmm. subways. Mm-hmm. The underground. Like, I, I, yeah, I look, I loved, I, London is so much fun. But God dang, half the freaking tubes, half the, the trains down there are like, not half of them. They get jam-packed. You well, London squeeze. London's a huge city. It is crawling with people. And they're not stopping the development. Man, there are buildings everywhere being built just to accommodate all the people that are there. It's too many people. There's a lot of people in London. It's one of the largest cities in the world. Somebody needs to think. Thanos, man, London would have been thanking Thanos for that. That worked. He he probably just went to London. (laughs) And he was like, this is too many people. (laughs) I I need all those infinity gems. Bruza619 asks, why is Larson such a snake? Right? No, See? I think he's. I think he's legitimately asking why. No, man, he's saying in the in the philosophical because you are a snake. I'm not what a snake. spurred that? It's not like I'm gonna turn you in for tax evasion. I'm not so sure at this no, point. No, I wouldn't because that's not gonna affect All me. All I did was kill some fairly meaningless people because I wanted to know what it was about. That's horrible. Says you. That is horrible. Okay, well, it's my business, and I'm trying to tell you. It's your business until you tell me, and then you can make it my business. Dude, I'm very disappointed in you. Fine, you can be disappointed all you want. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be rotten away in jail for years. You wouldn't. I would if you told me and I didn't do anything about it. Yes, I would. It's not aiding and abetting. It is. It's this is attorney-client privilege. I'm not look your at, attorney. That. I'm not saying there. That's fine. I'm, hey, I'm gonna do a new shirt with your dumb face on a snake body. I'm so doing that. That's fine. I'm so doing that. That's fine. <laughs> totally cool. <laughs> I want to, hey, my next thing is I want to see somebody with a sign at one of those live shows with a snake and Larson's head on it. That's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, what a good show. This is fun. I like this. Friday nights are kind of fun. Yeah. It's kind of fun. I might get old soon, but it's fun for now. Yeah. Uh, so tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Pacific. I I changed it. It's going to go at 5 a.m. Fair, fair Because I think it, look, I don't know if it's going to get a notification, but we have a really fun video coming up tomorrow morning where we give our take on 2K20. Mm -hmm. Um, We're really, yeah, exciting. (laughs) Hope you guys enjoy. (laughs) Hope you guys enjoy. You know, he might be a snake, but I love you to death, man. Not a snake, And I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) Larson. Oh, oh, hit one if Larson is a snake. <laughs> I may wonder and get here. Let's get some snake memes with Larson in it going on. Oh, man. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Yes. Hit us up on the Patreon. We got all sorts of great bonus content, too. Uh, we played some NBA this week. Uh, we did an Interdimension Tension 2 preview. Yeah. And asked Stephen Larson went up today. Thanks for tuning in, people. We uh, appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.